Welcome to The Weekly Kate, the show that keeps you in the know. If you like pop culture, celebrity gossip, Bravo news, or anything else entertainment Hollywood, this is your place. Join me and my co-hosts every Friday as we spill the tea and explain all the things. Get ready to spend part of your week every week with me. Hello and welcome back to the Weekly Kate, the show that keeps you in the know and happy belated Thanksgiving. I am so thankful and grateful for each and every one of you who listen, no matter how often you listen. I see the numbers. Let's not, let's not pretend, but I'm so grateful you are here. It is Sunday. I said the episode would drop today. It will in the afternoon. (laughs) I could not bring myself to record yesterday because by the time my house was de-hosted, like my in-laws were here, my husband's sister was here. So like, you know, you have to undo all the things you did to host people. I was too tired. And like, while that might seem minimal to some, like carrying the mental load of Thanksgiving is a lot. And not only did I carry the mental load, I carried the physical load as well, because I cooked every single thing that went into every single mouth. And like, not that I never appreciated those who did that for me, a my mother, but like, God, it's a lot of work. It's so much food. I've never cooked that much food in my entire life. And I may never again. There were five people in my house and I cooked for 20. Like after dinner, I was like putting the extra food in Tupperware because I wanted to clean my like dishes and things. And I was like, who the fuck was I cooking for? Like, is a football team coming through here? No one's like what is going on with myself? But like, it was fine. The plus side to having my in-laws here was that they order a turkey every year. They order a smoked turkey from a smokehouse where they used to live. And while people, some people are like, oh my God, smoked turkey, it's, just, it's not Thanksgiving. I didn't have to cook it. And I will take that over anything. Because if I had to turn around after cooking on Tuesday and Wednesday, turn around on Thursday, wake up at whatever ass crack of dawn to cook a turkey. You got to be kidding me. You got to be kidding me. And there are certain people that I know they're like, oh my God, I can never eat a smoked turkey. Okay. If you ever come to my house, I will make you a breast. I'm not making a whole ass turkey ever in my life. My husband loves the smoked turkey. He will always be with me on Thanksgiving. That's it. Like too bad. So sad. Don't eat it. Most people come for the sides anyway. I'll make a chicken. It's poultry. Whatever. Like, yeah, if I had had to cook a turkey, I would have, like, been upset. And then Paul on Wednesday evening could see how tired I was. Because, like, you're in the kitchen for hours on end every day. Like, I handmade pie crust and, like, rolled and... And, and buttered, like I, I handmade everything. Not the like French fried onions, but like I made everything. And I was so tired. I was so freaking tired. And he was like, maybe next year you don't cook as much food. And I was like, who's volunteering me to host next year? Not you, not you, sir. I know that's not coming from you. And you shouldn't say a fucking thing because I don't have a job currently. I'm not currently working. I am on sabbatical. So I have the time to spend 
six hours a day in the kitchen and have it not make an impact on my life. I may never have this opportunity again. And I will be damn sure you're not volunteering me to, to host when I do have a job. Unless it's my idea, don't speak. Like, what a husband thing to say, honestly. I'm telling you what, he was asking me the most dumb questions all week. Like, the most idiot, like, oh my God, how do you get through life? Like, how do you go about your day if I have to answer these questions for you? Seriously. Like, I was cooking up a storm starting Tuesday, and he's like, what's for lunch? What's for lunch? Excuse me? What's for lunch? Whatever you find to put in your body, that is what's for lunch. I am not responsible for your lunch today. Do you not see? Do you not see the madness in here? Do you not hear the madness? Do you not hear the clanking and the scraping and the stirring? I'm telling you, men are so oblivious. And like, I, I wish, I wish I could operate on that level of oblivion, truly, because I'm sure I'd be happier and I wouldn't need blood pressure pills. Like, that is crazy. He was rummaging through the fridge for some bullshit. And he was like, is this a bagel? I don't know, Paul. Does it look like a bagel? Does that look bagel-ish to you? What? I was like, get the fuck out of here. Go order a sandwich and don't ask the people who made it if it's a sandwich. Get out. Seriously, get out. (laughs) Oh, my God. And then I have this fear because a lot of the recipes I cook for, for my husband and his family, I didn't grow up making. Like they make dressing. I grew up with stuffing because I'm a Yankee, you know, and I always worry it's not going to taste correct. And while I'm an excellent cook, and I will say that since I, I've only made these dishes, let's say I've made the dressing like, I don't know, five times. We've been married five years. Oh, that's, that's sure. I'm always worried it's not going to taste the same. And this year I had to make a sweet potato pie. And I grew up with pumpkin pie, which they're essentially the same. You just replace the pumpkin with the sweet potato. And truly, they taste almost identical. But I was like, I hope this is right. And on the recipe that I was given, it's like a really old recipe for my mother-in-law. It called for, a, first of all, I have never cooked with this much butter in my life. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, thank God they sell the Kerrygold, like, eight-pound butter packs at Costco. Or else we would have had a butter shortage in this house. But this recipe that I was using for the sweet potato pie, not the crust, just the innards, the pie filling, called for butter. But it didn't tell me it was melted or unmelted. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, this is important. And so I, like, guessed and just softened it because I was like, well, let's go halfway. But when I mixed it, you could see the tiny chunks of butter and it looked... Okay, let me tell you what happened. Let me tell you. I hope my in-laws aren't listening to this. My sister-in-law listens, and I'm sorry, Court. So I had to make the soup potato pie twice <clears throat> because I used um, melted butter the first time, and it was still too hot, and I put it into the filling, and there was eggs, and it scrambled up all the eggs. And it looked disgusting. I was like, oh, my God, I've ruined Thanksgiving. I've done it. I've ruined it. Oh, my God. And I, I literally... I didn't use yams. I baked sweet potatoes, peeled them, mashed them to put in the filling. Like I'm telling you, when I tell you I made it from scratch, I really did. Like I didn't turn my own butter, but like I really tried. And so it looked horrendous. Oh my God. There was like tiny, tiny eggs. Oh, it was so, <laughs> it looks 
so gross. So when I made it the second time and I put softened butter in, when the softened butter like mixed itself in, it still looked like that. And I was like, oh fuck, did I do it again? But I couldn't do it because the butter was cold. So like, I was like really super nervous, like putting it in the pan, like putting it in the oven. I was like, oh my God, I kept touching the little things of butter, like to make sure it would like not, it was not egg. And it wasn't, I kept telling myself, it's not eggs, it's butter. It's not eggs, it's butter. If Paul was home, he would have been like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> but it baked and it was wonderful and it was fine. But I was like, oh my God. Cause in my, like in my head, I was like, the butter will melt. The butter will melt. It's going to be okay. The butter will melt. And it did. But my anxiety was rocking over a fucking pie, like relax. And I know, but like, I'm not going to ruin my husband's Thanksgiving. I'm not. He says it's his favorite holiday. He's lying. He always says that. He says it for the food. His favorite holiday is Christmas. Like, let him think what he wants. But yeah, this pie gave me anxiety. And then I had to make a pecan pie. And let me tell you something about pecan pie. Not only is it terrible for you, (laughs) it's easy to make, but I think my body rejects pecan pie or pecan pie. I I think it does. This is going to be a weird story, but that's why you're here. So a couple years ago, when I first started, how, hang on. I spent Thanksgiving with my husband's family the first time in 20, oh man, 15, 16. I don't know. No, we spent Thanksgiving. So 15. So it's been a long time. So his mom always made a pecan pie and a sweet potato pie. So let's just get that out there. Hang on. I need a sip of coffee. Hang on. Excuse me. Okay. Pecan pie. Very sugary. Very delicious. Like really, really good. Like delicious, but terrible for you, obviously, because there's like two cups of sugar in it. So but when we moved away from family and we would go to his parents' house, we'd be there for a couple of days. So I would eat pecan pie a couple of days in a row, like, cause it's leftovers. Hello. I can eat pecan pie one day in a row. I cannot eat pecan pie two days in a row because something happens in my body, like this phenomenon. I wake up in the middle of the night, irrevocably nauseous, like irrevocably nauseous. It happened in 2015 in 2017. <laughs> It ha- no, it happened in 18. I threw up the year of 18. I actually got sick. I actually got sick. And then this year, I wake up Friday in the middle of the night, so nauseous, convincing myself I have to throw up. And I hate, I hate throwing up. I hate it. I will take other things all day long. I cannot stand throwing up. It is so scary. It freaks me out. I feel like I'm going to choke and die. I hate it. But I was like, okay, buck up, kid pecan pies at it again. And I know that this probably sounds like I just ate too much, but I am telling you, <laughs> I'm telling you it's the pecan pie. And it's not the fact that like it went bad or like it's not good, but like my body just rejects it. And like, maybe it's cause I'm insulin resistant. I don't know, but like it is the wildest phenomenon. <laughs> so like, I'm hoping next year I remember this Cause every year I seem to forget. I'm like, Oh, leftovers pie. And like, I made this pie. I'm damn proud of it. You know? Uh, but like I, when I tell you I was so nauseous <laughs> and I was like, Oh my God, it's cause I ate pecan pie two days in a row. Does this happen to anybody else? 
And like maybe it's because my body's on overload or like uh, it could be a bunch of things and like I'm just blaming the pecan pie, but like I, next year we have to have an experiment. Next year I'm pumpkin or sweet potato only and we'll see what happens. <laughs> oh my God. And you're probably listening like, She's insane. I'm telling you, I am telling you the common denominator is pecan pie two days in a row. And it's so fucking strange and it's so weird, but I am telling you that's what happened. I, I was so nauseous and like, I didn't go to bed nauseous. That's a thing. Like, it's not like I lay down and I was like, oh no, like I don't feel well. I'm going to go to sleep. Like I didn't feel bad when I went to sleep. Like something happens, happens in my system. Like once I'm asleep, like my brain and my body goes, oh no, she had pecan pie two days in a row. We're going to fuck you up and we're going to wake you up. So I wake up and I like sit up for a while and Paul's like, are you okay? I'm like, I feel nauseous. And he's like, oh, because honestly, because again, I hate throwing up so much when it happens. Like the most recent time was October of 21. We went on this like little like day trip for anniversary and I had a bad piece of fish and I had to throw up. When I tell you I have to talk myself into it, like I'm not kidding. I am not kidding. Like I have to tell myself I will survive. I wake him up and tell him I got sick because it's such an event. Like he has to be a part of it too. <laughs> He's always like, why'd you tell me this? <laughs> like Because I'm suffering and you have to suffer along with me. But he woke up, I think, just, I'm not sure why. Maybe he sensed I was nauseous. He was like, are you okay? I was like, no, I'm really, really nauseous. And he was like, oh, shit, she didn't tell me she threw up. But I didn't. I don't know. And, like, I've been really good about taking my probiotics. I've been especially good. I found this lavender chamomile tea with probiotics in it, which I don't know if the hot tea or the hot water, like, kills the probiotics. I'm not sure. Like, I thought that I, my game was good. Like, I thought my stomach floor was going to be awesome. And then this shit happens. So, like... Someone remind me next year, no pecan pie two days in a row. Just, just let me know. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's a while. It's, it truly is a phenomenon. I don't know. I can't explain it. Is what it is. And like, okay, further evidence. That doesn't happen when I don't have pecan pie. Like it doesn't happen. If I had pumpkin two days in a row, if I had apple, like it, it must, it must be the sugar. It has to be the sugar. Right? Or like, I think some recipes made with molasses. Mine, mine is not. I didn't use, I used, what did I use? Southern ladies pecan pie. I'm telling you, it's like butter and sugar. I'm like, <laughs> like crazy. It has to be that. It's, it's something. I don't know. It, it's delicious. Like it's so good, but like I can't eat it two days in a row. And no one else had this problem. Like my husband. And I have a pretty good stomach. Like, let's not pretend. Like, I'm, I'm gluten tolerant. I'm dairy intolerant. My stomach is, like, honed in on handling shit, you know? Like, my stomach can pretty pretty much handle a lot. Like, I have a strong stomach. Two days in a row of pecan pie. Mm-mm. I'm taken down. That's it. We are done. We are done here. <laughs> it's so freaking weird. It's so strange. It's so strange. Anyway, I'm sorry for all that, but, like, you had to know. It's so weird. I'm probably the only person who's ever going to tell a story like that. So just, just remember me next year. Tell me in advance. Don't eat that. Speaking of don't eat that, I keep seeing an innate amount of things on the socials about like people judging what you're eating on Thanksgiving. Are we not past that? 
are we not past the family member being like, oh, you're going to go back for seconds? Oh, you're having more food? Like, is that not the point of this holiday? <laughs> is to eat? Like, I feel so bad for people that have family members that judge what they eat on a regular day, like on a regular Tuesday in February. Like, if you're judging what I eat, like, that sucks for you, the judger. But like, on Thanksgiving, leave me alone. There's a vegetable somewhere. Like, get off, get get off me. Like, that's crazy. So rude. And then I keep seeing, I must follow a lot of like fitness people on TikTok or something. Like, I not an unusual amount, but like it just kept coming up. Maybe it's like just my algorithm or something. And it was like, you don't have to burn off your turkey. You don't have to exercise. You don't have to this and that. And like, okay, you're right, I don't. But um for my sanity on this day, when I am the one carrying this holiday on my back, shoulders, ass, legs, like I'm going to exercise in the morning just like for my own peace of mind. So I woke up early on Thanksgiving and I did a Peloton ride and they have every year like a turkey burn. Like they call it a turkey burn. Like, and I think it's at like nine or 10 o'clock and it's with one of the difficult instructors. And I did not take this ride a, because I, I was cooking at nine o'clock. Like I, I didn't have time to be taking a ride at like nine or 10 because my family was arriving at like noon. But then, hang on. <coughs> oh. oh my God, I was stifling that cough. I'm so sorry. <laughs> anyway, I took a really difficult ride with another instructor. And honestly, the playlists are better because like the last few turkey burns, like the playlists are like all over the damn place. Like just play pop music. Like, come on. Like, that's what we all want is like the 2000s pop. Just play that. We're all happy. And I burned and I was tired. And I was like, great. I have the rest of the day <laughs> the rest of the day to make this up. And it was fine. But like, I feel like the people who are like, you don't have to walk off your food or this are in bed with people who are like, oh, you should walk off your food. Like, let's not, let's just not talk about it. Like if you need to take a walk after eating, however amount of food you wanted to take a walk, who cares? It's better for your digestion anyway. Like if you're trying to maximize your digestion, it's probably good for you to take a walk. If you don't want to, fine. I'm just like, there's just so much judgment going on. And like the people who were like, oh, don't judge what I eat. Like, okay, well don't judge me for judging what I eat myself. Like, you know, like just, just to each their own. Like let it go. Um, What else? I always watch the parade. Thanks, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade this year. I missed a little part of it because Paul... I am very particular about my parade coverage. And while that may be strange, like, oh, well, I have to watch NBC. I don't know why, but like watching, um, I almost said Meredith Vieira. (laughs) She's been off for a long time. Watching Savannah and Hoda, like, is very comforting to me. And they have the best coverage. Like, they have the best coverage hands down. Like, they're they're celebrities. They come on or they get her better. They have Jessica Chastain. She's an A-list actress. What the hell is she doing at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? And then, like, it's just it's just better overall, I think. And, like, not going to lie, the musical guests this year kind of slapped. Like, Paula Abdul, Gloria Estefan, Big Time Rush. I was like, Big Time Rush? Holy shit, Big Time Rush. And then, like, oh, Betty Who. I am so obsessed with that Betty Who song. Could you blow out my candle? It's so good. If you haven't listened to it, download it. It's on Spotify. Oh, my God. It's so good. So good. But like I, I, things that are very holiday-ish to me 
are watching the Rockettes during the parade, which I was like, the Rockettes are performing. Shut up. Because Paul was like talking. And he's like, they're dancing. I could talk. I was like, I want to hear the Christmas music. Okay. Like, it's the holidays again, man. I didn't see Santa come on his sleigh, which I probably could go back and watch it, but it's fine. Like, seeing isn't believing. Believing is seeing. You know? And I, I don't believe in Santa Claus. Like, let me clear. Like, if you have kids in the room, like, dismiss them. I'm not saying I believe in Santa. I'm just saying, like, I know that he was there in the parade. So, like, don't, don't fret. You know? Like, I, I get it. So, um, anyway, just, like, certain quintessential things that are, like, so Thanksgiving, you know? And then, of course, there's football. And my team, the Giants, played on Thanksgiving this year. They played the Dallas Cowboys, which, like, how fitting my my favorite team and the team of my current city. And, like, that's great. And the Giants lost. Of course they did. Like, I knew they were going to lose. Like, I had no I had no expectation they were going to win. <laughs> it was a good game, though, I thought, for a little while. <laughs> and then it wasn't. <laughs> I have a friend whose husband works for the Cowboys. And while I will never root for them, I will never root for them in any capacity as a team ever. Okay. Caveat. Unless they play the Eagles and the Eagles are doing better than the Cowboys. I don't root for them. Cause like I hate the Eagles more than I hate the Cowboys. Right. But I've decided in like good faith. Cause she's my friend. I have to root for her husband. So like I root for her husband and then my team, <laughs> but her husband seemingly had a great day. So that, we're, we're all winners here. We're all winners here. I just, yeah. Thanksgiving is a lot. Like, I can't imagine if I had more people in my house. Like, where are they going to go? Like, my house isn't that big, you know? And, like, more more people to feed? Like, this table only seats six. Like, if my family ever comes to Texas, which, like, fat chance, because my brothers both were fit when I moved, like, I'm going to have to get more chairs. I have to get the folding table out. And put it in my kitchen. That could work, I guess. But, like, it, it, it's fine. Like, logistics are logistics. But, like, Thanksgiving is insane. <sighs> yeah. I packed up all my leftovers last night and put them in the freezer. Word to the wise, you can freeze mashed potatoes. And just, like, just like squish them to, like, make them flat so it takes up less space in your freezer. So we'll have mashed potatoes at some point. Maybe, like, in January <laughs> when I don't feel like cooking. <laughs> uh, this is a real... Real engaging conversation this morning, I know. What else went on this weekend with us? Oh, I ordered our Christmas cards. And I'm so proud. I'm so proud of not only my husband, but of myself. Because I made a folder in my phone that was like Christmas card options. And it was like all the good pictures of us throughout the year, like looking at the camera and like being happy. I used every single one of them. I have a six photo Christmas card. Shut up. I am so excited. I was like, Paul. We did such a good job. And he was like, yeah, great. And like my sister-in-law's a photographer. So like I'm hoping like one of these years, like when we're like in town with her, like she can take nice pictures of us. Like I'd pay her, obviously. She maybe would, wouldn't accept it, but I would offer. Anyway, because it's irritating to like not like, because when you go like to buy a Christmas card, you know, like everyone's stock photo is like a beautiful, like photographer, like planned family picture. And like, I don't have those. I have, like, us at a wedding, us on vacation, which, like, that's great. That's fine. But, like, it's not the perfect photo that I want. But, like, how do I convince him to take pictures 
when it's just us. So we have to get a dog or something. Like have a reason to take family pictures, you know? But we're a family. We're a family of two. And that's fine. Anyway, so yeah, ordered our Christmas cards. Very excited. You know what's what I find really triggering? Let me tell you what I find really triggering. So I always get a card that's like a single. I don't have a card that you like flip open. It's just like a single piece with a front and a back. I hate typing the back text on a card. I think it's so cheesy and dorky and chuggy and like irritating. But like I had to say something, you know, just like, oh, what a great year. It was full of surprises. Blah, 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 blah. We moved to Texas. Like I hate that shit. And like I especially hate when people like that the cards that I receive, and I'm sorry if you do this, I love your card regardless, but like when it's like, oh yes, our son. Philip, who is seven now in the second grade, who made macaroni art, blah, 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 won his team soccer. I don't care. Is that mean? Like, I don't need a dissertation on your family's 12 months. I don't. I don't need you to remind me how old they are. I probably remember. If I'm getting your card, I probably know how old your kids are. But like, I don't need the like, Oh, we started January with the, the, we all had COVID. We all had the flu and we were snotty until March. And then it was blah, 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 blah. And then we did a summer tubing adventure. Like, I don't care. (laughs) Does that mean? Like my family has a family friend who sends out, I am telling you, like a three page dissertation on her family's Christmas or on her family's year ever. And it's like, what, what happened in January? Give me the paragraph. And like, <clears throat> While that's nice and like it's like a nice keep in touch thing, I feel like it's unnecessary because like we all have social media, you know. Like even the pictures I use, I already posted them all. Like there's not there's nothing new on this card that you haven't already seen. Though I did arrange them in chronological order, so like I'm not gonna lie, that's pretty cool. Not gonna lie, pretty proud of myself. So. As I said last year, and I'll probably say, and I'll say again this year for next year, here's hoping my card rocks. <laughs> here's hoping my card rocks next year. It's just getting, and I saw this thing on TikTok about like, and this was like husbands and family pictures, which I feel applies in this scenario. Like some of them are insufferable. It's like, what is wrong with you? Like if children can handle this, why can't, just fucking smile. But Paul has to smile like he's laughing or else he looks dumb in pictures and he has to be like, I don't look nice. Well, you didn't smile nice. That's not my fault. It's your fault. You didn't smile nice. I keep telling you to practice your smiles. You don't do it. And this is what happens. You hate how you look. So too fucking bad. You don't, you don't order the card, design the card, pick the card, address or stamp the card or send it. So literally leave it alone. Oh, and then he had the audacity to be like, when are we sending these cards out? Pardon me? He's like, when, when are people going to receive them? I was like, throughout the holiday season? And he was like, no, but like, can we expedite that? I was like, excuse me? Excuse me, good sir? Did I not? Oh my God, excuse me. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm telling you, my stomach is not well. Um, did I not just feed your whole family for days on end? And you're asking me if I can expedite the process of which I complete Christmas cards. I'm telling you, his brain short circuits around things like this. And it is crazy. It makes me insane. And like, this is marriage, y'all. And like, it's hard being the doer. 
Look, I want to be the shower upper for once. For one time, I want to be the shower upper. But we can't have two shower uppers. You can have two doers. You absolutely can. But you can't have two shower uppers because nothing will get fucking done around here. And we're not going to have a card. And we wouldn't have Thanksgiving. And everyone's going to start complaining. It's like, well, you didn't show up and do it. How about that? Okay. Anyway. That's enough about Thanksgiving. I think I've complained about my husband enough. <laughs> there isn't too much pop culture. Everyone was pretty much behaved on Thanksgiving, except for the Chrisleys. And if you know who the Chrisleys are, then you probably already know the story. But the Chrisleys are like a celebrity TV family. Actually, the word celebrity is a little harsh. Reality TV family. And they've been on E! and USA for like a really long time. Like 10 years they've had a show, I want to say. To the best of my knowledge, Todd Kersley was like an entrepreneur and he owned a store that was like Nordstrom and he became wealthy from that. And they were from Atlanta. Are they from Atlanta? Yeah, they're from Atlanta and they moved to Nashville. So essentially the first season of the show was like him in the fashion business and then Savannah wanted to get in the fashion business and his daughter, all this stuff. And then as the seasons went on, like the show kept having like questionable like how are you how are you still this wealthy like are you like just a bunch of like questions you know essentially they were and also let me say as the as the seasons of the show went on there were a lot of questions regarding the dad Todd's sexuality um because he presents a certain way let me say that. But however, he's married to a woman and has children. So take that with a grain of salt. Essentially what happened was a person who claims to be his lover, who was a man, essentially blew the whistle on their finances and they were sentenced to a combined, him and Julie, his wife, were sentenced to a combined 19 years in prison for tax fraud, embezzlement, mail fraud, like horrible things. They were, um, they basically defrauded the government, which like, it's not people, it's the government, but that's not right either. But like, you know, in terms of reality TV wrongdoings, it's not against a specific group of people. It's against the government. So like this falls in line with like Teresa, but this was like calculated. Like they like falsified documents for years, claiming income and claiming, like all this, like they did a lot of things and eventually like you can't come up for air. Like this is, you know, but they claimed innocence up until they were sentenced and they still do. And it's absolutely wild. It's absolutely wild. And Todd is claiming that this person was not his lover and that he's innocent. Like the narrative is very skewed, like no matter where you look. The most important thing out of the story though, is that Todd has an older son who was never on the show. Actually, he was in the first season, but he is a horrible drug addict. So Todd and Julie had custody of his daughter, Chloe. And I want to say she's like eight or 10. Chloe is going to live with Savannah, Todd and Julie's daughter. So Chloe will be okay. But like, they're going to prison. Like they are going to prison for a, he got 12 years. She got seven. Like, <laughs> like this is actually, this is not like Teresa at all because Teresa went for a year and the judge didn't even want to send her. 
they are going to prison for a long time. Excuse me. And I just find that absolutely wild. But like, fuck around and find out. You broke the law. And, And while you thought you were invincible, like, hello, you're not. This, like, tax evasion is crazy to me. Like, over the spring, summer, like, you know how you file taxes in April? Well, like, I filed, I paid all the things. We got a letter in, like, June saying we didn't pay our taxes. And I was like, oh, my God, we're going to prison. <laughs> I was like, we're not going to prison. What happened was when I went on the portal for the IRS and paid our taxes, I paid under my social security number. But because we're married, they list Paul's social security number first. So it looks like we didn't pay, which first of all, what the fuck with the patriarchy here? Like if you know how much I owe in taxes and you have my social security number, take this money. In fact, you did take my money and then you tell me you didn't take it. Wild. So I had to write this like letter and send it back through the mail. And it took weeks. I checked like weekly if we still had a balance on like to the IRS. I was like, we're going to jail. (laughs) We're totally going to jail. And Alex was like, you're not going to prison for X amount of dollars. Like, that's not how prison works. (laughs) And you did pay your taxes. Like, you have proof you paid. Like, but like, it's scary. It's scary. And But one day we got a letter that like, it was like, thank you for your response. Like, please know your account has been, this has been recorded and it's done. I was like, oh, thank God. I'm not going to prison. (laughs) Like, of course, you're not going to prison. But Todd and Julie Chrisley and their accountants are going to prison. And their accountant only got like two years because he gave them all the evidence for Todd and Julie. Like, oh my God, that's awful. But like, I had questions. They had a bunch of homes that were barely decorated. So I'm like, do you even live here? Like, where do you live? Where do you get all this money for this, these cars and Savannah's apartment and Chase's apartment? Like, where are you getting this money? What are you doing for work? Like, you can't make all this money off the show. Like, where so it it just raises eyebrows and I was talking to my mom about it and I was like why would you go on tv when you're defrauding the government she's like where's the best place to hide something in plain sight I'm like yeah but have we not learned from Teresa Jen Shaw Erica Jane the Chrisleys like they will find out and by the time they find out you've been doing it for longer and more egregiously and now you're going to prison and I'm just saying somebody like him who presents a certain way and who has been accused of an extramarital affair with other people that are not like uh, other genders, like prison's not going to do well for him. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is like, I'm nervous and I'm nervous for Julie because Julie doesn't deserve this. Julie just had cancer. Like, oh my God. Oh, oh my God. I remember there was this episode of the Chrisleys where Savannah got in a car accident. I want to say Savannah was like 17, 18. And the car was impounded and they they went to the impound yard and they looked at the car and Savannah's whole thing was like, she wasn't distracted while driving and that her foot got caught under the pedal and like she hit a barricade or something like that. I would have to be convinced otherwise that she wasn't texting, you know? But I remember she was like in a neck brace, like at this impound looking at the car and Todd was like, God did not put me on this earth to lose a child. I am not equipped with the skills and the, and the heart and the brain 
to lose a child. And that really stuck with me. So like, do I think he's an inherently evil person? No. Do I think he's a selfish wannabe with a big ego? Yeah, I do. But like, I'm, I, I'm, I could be convinced that she was texting. Like my foot got caught under the pedal. Like, what? And like, I'm not accusing her of anything. I'm just saying like, I, I have a hard time believing that you weren't distracted. That's what I'm saying. Anyway, best wishes to the Chrisley children. Hopefully, and like all of their revenue streams are gone too. Like Chase and Savannah had a show, gone. Like you're going to have to a hustle, baby. Like, I, uh, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Hang on, coffee break. Excuse me. <clears throat> okay. Um, one last thing. So Miles Teller and his wife, Kelly, who are not only beautiful, but they're funny. So they went to some sort of event and they were photographed. And I think it was like Variety or someone posted this picture. And it was like Miles Teller and Kelly Sperry, which is her maiden name, attend event. And he tweeted back and he said, Kelly Teller, like with an asterisk, like her name is Kelly Teller. And I find this concept so interesting. Like we know she's married to him. And she goes by Kelly Teller. So first of all, why we're not calling her that? But it happens all the time. The only celebrity who like full-fledged changed their name and no one ever questioned it is Vanessa Vanessa Lachey. Who previously she was Vanessa. I don't even remember her name. Let me Google it. She she was a MTV VJ. Remember her? You know her. She married Nick Lachey. Vanessa Lachey. What was her maiden name? Manilo. Like, I can't even remember. But, like, we can't call Kelly Teller her Kelly Teller? Like, it's so bizarre. And, like, a lot a lot of times this happens with the royals. Like, we called Lady Diana Lady Diana. Or we called Princess Diana Lady Diana. A lot of times the Princess of Wales is referred to as Kate Middleton, which that's that was her name. It's no longer her name. But, like, can we not... Like when someone changes their name or someone has a different title or what, like, can we not just go along? Like, if you still call me my maiden name, I get upset. Like, I literally legally changed it. Like, <laughs> you're wrong. I just find it funny that like he responded and like they're like, oh, like E made this whole big story about like, oh, her name is Kelly Teller. Like, yes, it is. She got married. She changed her name. This is not weird. Zoe Saldana's husband changed his name. We don't call him by his former last name. I'm just saying like you would think in this like progressive era where like people are changing their name for all sorts of reasons that like we could get it right you know that's what I think uh I don't think there's anything else going on let me just check real quick everyone's very well behaved on Thanksgiving let me see let me see blah 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 Apparently, Tristan Thompson attended Kim Kardashian's, like, Friendsgiving. And while he's no one's friend, I think that's nice for True, if True was there. Oh, Devin Booker and Kendall broke up. Which, like, I'm not surprised because I feel like when they went to Courtney's wedding, they were together. And then they broke up immediately after that. And then they kind of, like, rekindled. Like, I don't know. Apparently, a source is revealing details. I don't need to see the details. Like, just break up. Because you kind of broke up already. Like, just, just do it. Um, 
Blah, blah, blah. Oh. So this headline says, JoJo Siwa doesn't think she'll ever talk to Candace Cameron Bray again. So, like, let's go full circle on this, okay? So I talked, was it last week? Yeah. About Candace Cameron's Bray's, um, what she says are out of context comments and how she clarified them and what she was saying. And honestly, like, leave her alone. She's allowed to have her own opinion. JoJo Siwa was the asshole that called her the meanest person in Hollywood and then had to apologize. And now she's like, I'm not going to talk to her again because she's homophobic. She's not homophobic. You are just full of yourself. So if you don't want to talk to her again, just don't. And I doubt she's going to speak to you because you dragged her. Like shit like this is so irritating, you know, like, like you're, you're clearly doing this for attention still. Like, it's a headline. Like, oh, I'm never going to speak to her again. Ugh. Like, do you need this attention? Like, do you need this source of income from this article? Like, what do you need, JoJo Siwa? Like, are you okay? Is anybody asking you if you're okay? Are you okay? I don't, I don't think so. I don't think you are. I don't think you are. Let me see. We can't end on JoJo Siwa because she's irritating. Um, Blah, blah, blah. The AMAs happened. Taylor won a bunch, which is so cool. Oh, Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles broke up. Imagine my surprise. <laughs> so you want to hear a funny story? I know you do. And I'll end with this. So I don't know if I've told this story on the pod. If I have, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't remember. My brain is fried. So when the story came out about Jason Sudeikis sitting in front of Olivia Wilde's car so she wouldn't give Harry Styles a salad dressing, I made that salad dressing. My husband is obsessed with it. And when he asks me to make it, he goes, can you make the slutty dressing? <laughs> and whenever he eats it on, he goes, are we eating the slutty dressing? <laughs> it is really good. Like, it's it's really, really good. Like, I find it funny that she inspired a generation of salads, you know? But I wonder, like, why did you break up? Were you together during the Venice Film Festival where you basically acted like you didn't know each other? And then, like, what's going on here? Like, are you getting back with Jason Sudeikis? Probably not. He, no. Like, he dodged a bullet, right? Like, you're not just engaged for nine years for no reason. They were never actually married. I'm telling you. It's absolutely wild. Anyway, that's the show. I hope you all have had an amazing Thanksgiving. It is officially Christmas time. So everyone who's like, oh my God, you have your tree up already? Like, yeah, my tree's already up. I don't have to waste away Thanksgiving weekend putting a tree up. I already did it. You're welcome. It's beautiful. I'll send it. I'll post a picture of it. Everyone have a great rest of the weekend digesting. I'll be back on Friday. Um, what else do I have to say? Not much. That's all. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate every single one of you. Please leave a five-star review and comment. Follow me on the Weekly Kate podcast on Instagram, on TikTok at Weekly Kate podcast. Follow my regular account if you know where that is. I tag it all the time. It's not that hard. Um, share the show. Like the show. Put the, put the show on stories. I will be doing another giveaway very soon with a small business. So keep out for that. And as always, thank you for spending part of your week with me. Bye. Oh, 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 oh,